Welcome to AHE Express On The Go, brought to you by the Association for the Healthcare Environment, a professional membership group of the American Hospital Association. Today's podcast features Dr. Ruth Carrico, Associate Professor at the University of Louisville School of Medicine. In this podcast, Dr. Carrico discusses immunization recommendations that healthcare professionals should follow in order to protect both themselves and their community. Please welcome Dr. Ruth Carrico. One of our responsibilities as a healthcare worker is to make sure that we protect our patients and our communities. That starts with protecting ourselves. I want to remind each of you that there are specific recommendations from the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, that focus on our responsibilities as a healthcare worker to make sure that we are immune to vaccine preventable diseases. There's a whole list. We need to make sure that you as an individual are not able to transmit illnesses such as measles or mumps or tetanus or pertussis or influenza. That is a, a big one. We need to make sure that patients are protected from us. So within your healthcare facility, there should be an immunization program. I want to make sure each of you are familiar with the vaccines that you should receive or blood titers that should be drawn to make sure that you are immune so you are not able to transmit infection to your patients. Again, as a review, make sure that you have had two doses of the measles, mumps, rubella vaccine or had titers drawn. Make sure that you are immune and have had two doses of the chickenpox or varicella vaccine or have had titers drawn. Make sure that you have had three doses of the hepatitis B vaccine and then had an antibody level to make sure those vaccines worked um, after you have received that course. Make sure that you have annual tuberculosis testing or have a review of symptoms if you have previously been identified as someone who has been exposed and infected uh, with tuberculosis. Make sure that you have had a dose of tetanus vaccine or Tdap. That should happen regularly. Make sure that you have had a routine interval either every 10 years or at it, after any tetanus-prone injury like a cut or a puncture. And that you, you consider every year as important an individual year to have your influenza vaccine. Now, it's amazing right now, influenza vaccine is becoming almost like personalized medicine. There are vaccines that are specific for individuals with different comorbidities or different underlying health conditions. So for example, if you are 65 years of age or, or older, you should have access to high-dose flu vaccine. That is specifically targeted for individuals who, over time, as we age, our body begins to wind down a little bit in our ability to respond to vaccines. So 65 years of age and older, high-dose flu. Those individuals that have egg allergy, maybe you have declined influenza vaccine because you were afraid. You have been diagnosed and you know that you have an anaphylactic reaction to egg. Well, good news. Now there's a vaccine that specifically is produced, is manufactured without contact with any egg protein. So now you don't have to forego immunization. You can get a, a new vaccine known as flu block that is specifically for those with egg allergy. In addition, it also is formulated for those that may be less than age 65, but also have health conditions that place them at increased risk for influenza. 
So there is a vaccine then for those of you with comorbid conditions. Maybe you have diabetes. Maybe you have um, respiratory illness. You might have COPD. Maybe we haven't talked to you about smoking cessation. And maybe you have then the impact of smoking on pulmonary function. Flu block or another vaccine are also um, um, specifically targeted for you with those underlying health conditions. For the rest of us, we may want standard quadrivalent vaccine or the vaccine that um, helps protect us against four different strains of influenza. Either way, the take-home message is you are responsible for the safe care of your patient. That means you need to make sure that you are not involved in transmission of uh, a, a disease that can be prevented through immunization. So I challenge you to take a stop by your employee health office sometime soon and say, I just want to check and make sure, do I have all the immunity that I need to have, either through testing of my blood through a blood titer or through vaccination, so I make sure that I'm not involved in transmitting illness to my patient. It's also a reminder that there may be other vaccines that are focused on you as an individual that may be outside your work, outside your work responsibilities. For example, maybe shingles vaccine is is for you. Maybe a pneumonia vaccine is for you. This is a reminder that we need you as an environmental services professional. We need you to be in good health. So take a stop by your employee health department or next time you're in your primary care provider office, make it a stop and make it a habit to say, am I due for any immunizations? We want to make sure that you remain in good good health condition. Again, your, your healthcare facility needs you. Your community needs you. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to AHE Express on the go and visit ahe.org for additional education opportunities free to our members. If you enjoyed the podcast, please see other great speakers like this at AHE's Exchange 2019 Conference in San Antonio, Texas, August 21st through the 24th.